Hello, I'm Matthias Spiegel. And I'm Ronald Donaldson. And welcome to another episode of... But But That's a Different Story. Where we bring you stories so spectral, you'll think you were wearing new glasses to read an original script about Time Warner Cable. That's right, Matthias. And speaking of ISPs, I'm so pleased you gave me that segue. We have been using the internet a lot lately. Or, as we used to say, surfing the Information Hypertext Transfer Protocol, ASL. Absolutely. With working from home and video chats, our internet use has skyrocketed. How have you been using the internet lately, Matthias? And please don't say... Pouring myself into learning as much as I can. I've been really immersing myself in Teddy Talks. They're kind of like TED Talks, but the topics are for kids, and they're delivered by teddy bears. Charming. I myself have been going down the Wikipedia rabbit hole. For example, did you know that Nicole Kidman starred in the 2010 film Rabbit Hole? I did, but I forgot. I guess it didn't burrow in my mind deep enough. Speaking of burrowing deep, that brings us to today's story. Ah, yes, but let's not spoil the plot, so to speak. Right. Let's keep it six feet under wraps. No, no, that's too far. Let's just get to today's episode, which we're calling... The The Grounds Creeper. Like the Bat real estate agent said... It's all about echolocation, location, location. In fact, it was a week ago that a bat started me on my journey to the most important location of all, my final resting place. Last week, I accidentally kicked out the screen from my irregularly shaped window while trying a workout from home kickboxing class. Rather than get a custom replacement and spoil the view, I thought of an alternative solution to keeping bugs at bay. I went to my nearest church belfry and captured a Myotis lucifugus, or what t-ball aficionados call a little brown bat. Hoping the bat would eat any bugs that flew in my window, I released it into my apartment to start its new life. Unfortunately, its life immediately ended, when it flew into my ceiling fan and was knocked out the window and into some low-hanging and exposed power lines. I retrieved my charred chagrined chum and began looking for a proper burial site. Luckily, there was a park not far from my apartment. I went there, found a soft patch of earth, and buried my brief friend in a neat little hole. As I was leaving the children's sandbox, I began to think of my own mortality and where I might end up when I shuffled off my mortal coil. Luckily, it was a buyer's market, so it felt like the best time to find my final resting place. I wasn't sure where to begin, but I knew no matter where I'd end up, I would need a good headstone. After a quick search, I went to Graves and Gravings, where, as their tagline puts it, they take graves dead seriously. The salesperson wasted no time trying to give me the whole package. He immediately brought me to the celebrity section, where he tried to upsell me from a mama casket to a mausoleum Neeson. I told him I just wanted a headstone and to check out my burial options, so he told me to go find the groundskeeper of Greenwood Cemetery. I had been to Greenwood Cemetery before, 
researching a pre-crime story, so I knew the place was good for getting scoops. With my recorder in hand, I quickly made my way over and sought out the mysterious man who I hoped would put the inter in interesting. Hello, hello, sir. Excuse me, hello. sir. Hello there, young lad. Oh, well, thank you. No one's called me young in a long time. Oh. But I certainly seem younger than you, if I can say that. Uh, at least a few decades, I imagine. Well, I have to ask. I mean, you seem like the right person. Uh, I'm looking for the groundskeeper of this cemetery. That's me. I'm the groundskeeper of this cemetery. Old Man Dinkins, they call me. Oh, it's great to meet you, Old Man Dinkins, if I can call you that? Please. It's what I prefer. I can't remember my own first name now, come to think of it. I have been Old Man Dinkins for as long as I can remember. Oh, you're staring off into space so <laughs> thoughtful. Like, you're, it'll hopefully come to you, but... Yeah, I saw a shooting star. <laughs> oh, that's very nice. <laughs> we are here at night. Uh, the spookiest time of 24 hours, I imagine. Yes, you can hear the leaves rustling and the branches creaking and cracking. Oh, that's those are the branches. I was worried that was you. Ah, uh, I hope it's the branches. It could be me. Just a little uh, ageist humor there. <laughs> oh, need some oil for these old joints. Well, I'm, unfortunately don't have oil, but I do have this recorder. Uh, my name is Ronald Donaldson. I'm here... Nice uh, to meet you, Ronald. Oh. Uh, mm, th thank you, I guess. <laughs> I don't like how that sounded. But I'm here uh, recording a podcast, and I'm actually very curious to know about uh, burial options. I've been thinking about that a lot lately. Bur are you looking to get buried, son? Well, potentially, and not right now, of course. There's only one prerequisite, and that's that you gotta be dead. Oh, thank goodness. Which, you're not dead, are you? No, no, uh, not, I believe not. Not yet, anyways. Well, I don't know. I don't like how that sounded either. <laughs> what are you saying to yourself there? Oh, sorry, just mumbling. Uh, <laughs> right, well, so, tell me, everyone, I guess it's like the old joke that about cemeteries. Do you know that old joke? No, I haven't heard a joke in a crow's age. Please. Lighten my life. <laughs> well, you know what they say about cemeteries. No, I don't. <laughs> Thank you, I needed that setup. <laughs> Everyone's dying to get in. Yes, they are. Oh. <laughs> you find that very factual, do you? It is, is. I'm waiting for the punchline. <laughs> oh, dear. I said there's only one prerequisite to getting into my cemetery. I do think of it as my cemetery. That's that you must be dead. Well, I think uh, I can accommodate that. That's very interesting you call this your cemetery. So tell me, how long have you been working here? Oh, let's see. When was the last presidential assassination? A uh, very long time ago. Uh, are you talking about successful or unsuccessful? I don't remember. One of them. One of one of the two. <laughs> well, how about... Uh... Since the last time a president was shot at. 
We'll mm. leave it at that. Okay, so that's a very long time ago. What are your duties here uh, as a groundskeeper? Well, I keep the grounds, um, but not literally. I don't put them in my pocket and take them home for later. But I do, I do tend to the shrubbery and sweeping of the headstones, and I, I like to dust them. I have a little hand duster, and I make sure that every there's not a speck of dust in any of the uh, engraved letters or numbers, pictures. So you take a lot of great care for each of these headstones, and there's quite a lot. Yes, over 500. Oh, wow. It's, uh, yes. Spooky. Yes, that's a lot of dead people. There's more coming every day. Oh, yikes. <laughs> Especially these days. Oh, that's true. Unfortunately. Well, so business must be booming. Oh, uh, exactly. I'm... Rolling in dough. <laughs> Do you get paid for each body that comes in? No, I mean, in. I mean, there was a great bakery fire, and that was how they paid me. Is lots of dough. Oh, I've been rolling in it. That's right. I heard about that. Where uh, I believe a lot of the employees got baked <laughs> in the fire. <laughs> a giant human-filled croissant. Yes. <laughs> formed there's all that butter and paste, dough and people meat <laughs> yes <laughs> I had to dig a giant crescent shaped grave for them oh that's up on the hill oh I see that's very unique yes uh, and it looks like the headstone is, looks like a little receipt <laughs> yes <laughs> The, it, it little crumples, little crumpled up at the bottom, and has their order for heaven, if you will. Wow, that's so. You really put a lot of care into each of these. I mean, are you the person who's in charge of uh, of helping people sort of get buried, kind of find their place, design their place? I like to think of myself as a the skeleton man on the boat from the river sticks and guide them to their afterlife. Don't like dealing with living people very much. No, no. Oh, now is that why you're wearing that skeleton costume? <laughs> yes, costume. <laughs> I find I do my best work in my hooded robe with tattered ends. It looks good. It looks all weather. Uh, very slimming, I think. Yes, it, it, you seem practically to be floating in it. Yes, yes, thank you, thank you. <laughs> so, I know in a lot of cemeteries, uh, you know, there's a lot of um, celebrities in some of these. Have you ever encountered a celebrity coming in? Yes, plenty. Actually, this is not the nicest, but we have lots of B-list celebrities here many of their names I could not tell you but a lot of them it's their gravestone reads that guy from that one movie <laughs> to be remembered sort of to, remembered always <laughs> to be remembered when you, you look at them but not by name seems appropriate for <laughs> that level of status lots of character actors ah 
Yeah. Playing the final role. Yeah. <laughs> but not like the role from that bakery. <laughs> <laughs> so is there uh But I Yes, yeah, sorry. I was going to say I, I don't like people much than they're living, but I do like plants. I try to keep the shrubbery and trees as willowy as they can be and crackly for the wind to run through them and dry as bone. Oh, that uh, sounds right up your alley, dry as bone. Yes. We're in the boneyard after all. Boneyard. I like the sound of that. I've never heard that before. It sounds like a place you would go to have sex. <laughs> well, I do know teenagers frequent cemeteries to get up uh, to their ill-gotten uh, gains. If there's one thing I hate more than people, it's people trying to make more people on my gravestones. Can't stand it. I'm constantly out here trying to... <laughs> Shoo away, horny teens. <laughs> uh, how do you do that? What's the best method? Well, I stand behind a gravestone for a while and watch them. <laughs> Until mid-coitus. In flagrante delecto. Hold on a second. <laughs> it sounds like... Sounds like you're just uh, spying. <laughs> no, you have to make it effective. If you if you get at them before they're all horned up, and they're just gonna go somewhere else. But if you scare the <coughs> scare the pants off them, <laughs> yes. <coughs> you scare. Well, the pants are already off, but if you, if you scare. <laughs> So if you, you really get it right to... at the right time, you can <laughs> time it with their orgasm. <laughs> I pop out <coughs> with my skeleton mask. <laughs> and man, <laughs> I don't know what happens, but it's, it's, ghosts shoot right out of them. <laughs> some, uh, I see, some ectoplasm, if you will. <laughs> <coughs> oh, well, I appreciate man. that you're very detail-oriented, and well, I'm not sure I agree with the method of taking so much time to uh, to watch these quarantines. You, you have to. It's the only way that it'll teach them the right lesson to associate fear with coming to this gravestone. But then I get some that can't get enough of it and keep coming back almost every week. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> It seems like they're waiting for me to scare the. That's their their stuff out of them. Yeah. Oh no, they seem to get off on it. I might be developing fetishes <laughs> in these horny teens. <laughs> hopefully, I won't stick with them forever, and they'll learn to. You know, I'm not kink shaming by any means. No. 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 no of course not. Well, it sounds like you have a very busy time here. I mean, from keeping the shrubs dry and watching horny teens. 
Now, you mentioned how you scare them. Do you ever try to scare anyone else, especially this time of year? I do enjoy getting a black cat scared and his tail sticks straight up and zags and gets very arched, and especially right when he's on top of a gravestone. And I'd like to do that and get a, a silhouette uh, take a photo of the silhouette of that, and it brings me great joy. A very uh, classic, scary pose, that cat with the arched back. Yeah, every now and then I can get a pumpkin on there, too. That's great. <laughs> so you're designing these little dioramas. <laughs> yes. Live-action dioramas. I see, and that's a good spooky time for you, or do you ever sell these photos? No, just for me. They adorn my living area. Do you live here on the I, grounds? I do, on the ground. Yes, on the grounds. <laughs> now, you seem to hesitate there <laughs> a bit. <laughs> oh, just, you know, make sure to get my uh, uh, wording correct. Make sure I have the proper placement, you know. Yes, on the grounds I live. Not in them, on them. No, no, of course not. You're you're a person just like me. Exactly. Live person. Well, I don't know why you had to add that, but sure, I believe that. <laughs> yes, Speaking yes. of, you know, a cemetery uh, can be kind of a scary place. In fact, famously, the Night of the Living Dead starts in a cemetery because that's where zombies Whoa. come out. Oh, I... That that spooks me, I tell you what. I couldn't think of anything scarier than one of these nice dead corpses coming back to life and becoming someone I don't like. Someone you don't like? Yeah, an alive person. Oh, no. <laughs> Stay dead. So that, It's no much better. So that frightens you more than if they were a ghoul or a zombie. Ooh. Just the fact that they would be... <laughs> what, what is oh. your biggest fear? My biggest fear? Death. Oh. <laughs> Your own death. Yes, my death. Who would look after my beautiful graveyard and tend to the shrubberies, you know? Well, I don't know. Uh, how did you get this job? Well, hmm. That's a good question. I can't even remember. It seems like I've always been here. I suppose I just woke up one day and found this rake and started raking up leaves and no one stopped me. So I just kept on raking leaves and dusting gravestones and making branches crackly. Now, that's interesting. Well, I've been interested in perhaps having a burial plot here and I see that there's one that's kind of, well, I wouldn't say empty, but it looks like it's been dug up. Uh, but it's all cobwebby, and the dirt is very dry. Uh, and there is a headstone here already, but if I were to take this one, do you think I could do that? That one is reserved. I mean, maybe I could take a look at who's on the no, headstone. No, no, It's okay. Maybe later. Okay. <laughs> is it easy to get in here? Into the cemetery? Yeah, you just walked right in. Fair point. <laughs> what you about... mean to get a plot? Either. Yes, yes. Yeah, it just costs some money. 
Okay, and would I pay you? Sure. <laughs> oh, I can show you around to some spots, some primo deals we have available. Yeah, uh, I mean, I guess I'll start with the new stuff, but I'm not against maybe getting a used bot. Yes, Certified pre-owned. Here, I'll, I'll walk you. No, not pre-owned. These are all fresh. Okay. Well, I guess if you're really on a budget, I could get take out one of these derelict corpses and get you in. But uh, let's hope it doesn't come to that. You look like a man of means. Well, I mean well. So, Good. yes. Well, we can start over here by the pond. Uh... Here's a, the, the Steve Irwin, I call it, right next to the water. Oh, very nice. I, I really like this, uh, the grass over here. It seems pretty fresh, pretty green. Mm-hmm. Binnable pond scum. I'll do my best to keep, keep that out. Oh, thanks. I'm a little worried being so close to water if there would be seepage. Seepage? No. <laughs> I hope not. Um... We'll make it watertight. That's a guarantee from old man Dinkins. Great. Well, and yeah. Well, you're here under this apple tree is Isaac Newton. He's not buried here, is he? No, but I like to give my plots fun names. <laughs> now, what's so special about this one? It's by an apple tree. Do apples ever it's fall right. on it? Yes. Often. Then mm. turn to cider, ferment, and you get deers come up and eat them and get drunk and pee all over the headstone. I mean, away from the headstone. Definitely mm. not on it. Mm. Well, I'm not sold on that one. Too okay. Many others? Well, there's one over here. This is more of a mausoleum. Oh, very fancy. Yes, um, yes, the Mausoleum Gallagher. Uh, <laughs> you can call it somewhat of an oasis. <laughs> oh, I like it. Uh, it looks like there's a, hmm, an empty spot right next to it, maybe for a, a brother, but... A sidecar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to the afterlife. The motorcycle we call death. Wow, that's very profound. Thank you. You know, I like <laughs> it, but this one might be a little too pricey for me. I mean, I don't know if I could afford these champagne supernova prices. Okay, well... Well, I... You know... You gotta pay something, but... Just like the I River can... Sticks you were talking about, it seems like we really need to pay you to move on. Two silver dollars. Exactly. Uh, can yeah, they be chocolate money, but with silver wrapping? Like those hmm. chocolate coins? No, no, no. <laughs> well, that's an answer. <laughs> <laughs> Cash only. No credit. It has to be silver dollars. Well, that's kind of an old... Preferably worn on your eyes, and I can pluck them out. Wow, it's very that's... satisfying. The plucking, that's almost more important than the coins themselves. You really like that that sense of sort of finality and 
Plus I just like the sound it makes. Oh. Pop. <laughs> so that's Very how you get satisfying. your phone. Yeah, it's my ASMR. <laughs> wow, old man Dinkins, that's quite the, the fun ride you've got going. I, I do believe it is. I do believe it is. When, yes, but uh, there's only one grave that you cannot take. And that's that one over there that you had alluded to earlier. That oh. one is reserved. Oh, oh, it must be for someone very special then. I really just want to look at this this gravestone and take a peek at who's there. I don't think that you'll like it. Well, okay, well, I'm just going to leave very quickly. Uh, uh, looks like, okay, it's the years uh, 1834 to, uh, hmm, 1910. Oh, so, well, that's odd. Someone must have already died here. And it says, old man... Dinkins? Got you. you got me. You got me. <laughs> you got you got me. You got old man Dinkins. I'm dead as a doornail. Oh wow. This is so so frightening, so spooky. Spooktacular, yeah. if you will. <laughs> That's it. That's true. Yeah. What you gonna do? <laughs> well, I appreciate that you're still working here. And you're yeah. going to give me a nice deal. Yeah. Yeah, I'm tired. You can, I'm going to crawl back into my grave and take a nap. You can pick out whichever one you want. I'm not picky. <laughs> oh, well, thank you so much, uh, old man Dinkins. I'm going to look for those uh, silver coins, and I will get back to you as soon as, um, as soon as I'm dead. Yeah, don't forget the silver coin. Make sure they're in your eyes. Oh, yes, definitely. I'll start practicing. To get the plucking sound ready. <laughs> well, that was Old Man Dinkins, and for but that's a different story. This is Ronald Donaldson, and I'll see you next time.